people are more willing to work with you than 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 you think you know they're more willing to to lend a hand or uh, just showcase your products or your services in their shop Hey, it's Nick Armstrong, and this is the Founded in FOCO podcast. In every episode, we get to talk with an innovative mover and shaker in our community. And today I am here with two rock stars, not just one, but two from the Economic Health Office in Fort Collins, Edgar and Tomas. Edgar, in introduce yourself. Tell us what you do and how you do it. Tomas, you same thing as well. Thank you very much, Nick. Um, like Nick said, my name is Edgar Ramos. I work for the Economic Health Office. My role uh, focuses on supporting our small businesses and entrepreneurs, specifically through our Multicultural Business and Entrepreneur Center, where Tommy and I work alongside. Um, and yeah, I've been a little bit over a year now in this current role with the program. And yeah, I'm the, the second bilingual business connector, um, also from the Economic Health Office at the city of Fort Collins, and I'm going in on seven months. It's been pretty quickly, actually. You don't realize, you know, how, how long you've been in the role. So uh, we've seen a, a big expansion of the Economic Health Office since COVID. Um, can you tell us about some of the work that you do and and how you do it? Our main project, the MBC, actually came to fruition due to COVID and the gaps that it exposed, um, primarily in the information, um, the access to equal and timely mannered information for all businesses, not only English-speaking businesses specifically. And through that, we discovered that there's a major gap in terms of how our minority-owned businesses receive their information or maybe even run their businesses. Um, so that's how we came about and essentially developed a program. It's kind of like a uh, entry-level SBDC where we um, go through and navigate the beginning steps of a business journey um, for entrepreneurs or existing business owners that might not have that foundation set yet. And we help them connect to resources that have already been established and in the in the field. Yeah, I do a little bit of the same, um, you know, help uh, entrepreneurs kind of navigate city processes. Uh, we assist with business plans as well, just a general business guidance and kind of brainstorm um, ideas, kind of bounce back and forth between ideas, just, just to give the, the understanding of where they want to be headed or where they're headed. And um and yeah, we also just support current businesses uh, by featuring in through so, by featuring them in social media or our other website that is called Four Four Collins, where we hire local photographers and um, just kind of still contribute to the local economy and the the ecosystem. So that's that's always super fun those events. Can you give me an idea of the scope of the audience for your services? I've heard rough estimates in in our local economy of uh, of Spanish speaking businesses about ten percent or so. Is that accurate, and or is it larger than that? And and how do you uh, determine who needs to help the most? Is it just on a case by case basis on who like walks in? So really, we don't want to limit this resource or access to this resource to anyone. Anyone that is willing and able to come through through us, we will help um, to the fullest degree that we are able to. Um, but really, the focus was brought up to focus on our Latinx 
uh, population, um, specifically women-owned businesses as well, or LGBTQIA plus community, veteran communities. These these communities that don't might not traditionally have access to those traditional resources or might just not know and just needs at least one step into the doorway. And we uh, try to be that first step and to open up their whole ecosystem of um, potential resources that are oftentimes free and available, um, but just aren't, I guess, marketed properly. Um, so long, long answer short, anyone and everyone um, but obviously that main focus in bringing uh, language justice to these resources as well. And that is also a big key motivator for the city in general. Uh, we work really closely with our um, equity office in these aspects, and there's definitely more to come. I know that the language barrier was a, a huge need, especially during the economic recovery grant phase and getting that information out. What is the need now that things have sort of stabilized from the COVID marketplace? Is it, like you said, the the connectivity? Is it getting folks in the door or is it like accounting or management? Or what, what is the, what's the key driver right now? On top of discovering that big gap in like the language uh, access piece, um, it was also discovered for those businesses that did get access to the information, that maybe their foundational pieces of their business weren't set as properly as their counterparts. Um, this could be as complex as just not keeping their books up to date or having an accounting system in place or the proper professionals helping them to do so. Um, so leveraging our services, we hope to when people are in those stages and thinking about to slow them down a little bit, um, get them that business planning type of mindset, at least to see the business as an opportunity to scale it in the future where sure, they might not be thinking about bookkeeping. They just want to make money and get the business up and going, but to allow them to understand that it is a key pillar in their business and that maybe in the future, right? Knocking on, knocking on wood, nothing bad ever happens. But if they did have to submit like a emergency grant application that's asking for accounting details, um, or it could even go as large as like the PPP loans where they, they demanded extensive, extensive business um, information that, to be honest, not a lot of people do, right? Um, so, that's probably one of the biggest needs is that we're trying to fill is really starting off these businesses on the right foot. And then on top of that is, like I mentioned, is leveraging those existing resources that um, are getting pumped with money in terms that are like our, uh, our federal programs, the state programs, the county programs, um, SBDCs are a good one, things like that, that are already existing that we might not be able to fill, but we're making those ties with them so that they they have someone to go to at all at all steps of that journey yeah just like edgar mentioned um we help them in the business foundations um you know some people come come to us uh they already have a business so some of them already have a business some of them have an idea or um or kind of started, but just want to get the the correct paperwork and the correct licenses and permits uh but we just kind of slow them down that um they ask us, okay, uh, some, sometimes they ask us, how do I scale? And I mean, that, that's, we don't, we more than, 
our, our focus is kind of on the acceleration and the business that are establishing and creating and the acceleration of it through connecting them through to other resources. Um, but that's when we slow them down and say, okay, let me see, let me see, uh, uh, we're not experts in just scaling, but let me see your website. And then we check out their website and it's, you know, it's missing like a call to action button or links to social media. And that's where we come in. We could help them create Facebook pages, the social media web pages, um, Google business and, and just those, those foundations. So then they can, you know, contact other resources like other helpful resources like the SPDC and so on. You mentioned uh, language justice in particular, and that there's a, um, a marketing gap that exists between established, like the SPDC, the service providers, um, and the, the audience that you're trying to bring in, and that you sort of bridge that gap. How do you how do you market your services, and are there established communities where you're going into, and it's is it more informal marketing? What does that look like? You know, that is the million dollar question, Nick. Um, it's 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 a tough answer because when I um, I joined the role, I was also curious about that. And it actually came up during the interviews. How do you tap into those communities that um, don't receive traditional marketing uh, communication pieces, especially from the city? I mean, with all our social media posts and our website, it's an overload of information and communication pieces. And in general, when people see the city, they just see the city as a whole, not a separate departments and different avenues, right? Um, so when we talk about how do we reach these communities, um, it's a lot of groundwork. It's a lot of groundwork and it's a lot of earning trust within the communities. It's attending those community events. Um, it's building those relationships with uh, key community um, leaders. Um, one of our previous coworkers helped start what they call the community connectors and it's community leaders at the, the major trailer parks in Fort Collins. And they're, they started, started up their own business that you're able to contract them um, to send your communications through. And when people receive your information from a trusted community member, they know it's at least been vetted and that it is legit and it's not predatory. Um, and that's really the biggest key is trying to build that trust and connection with those communities to efficiently communicate with them. And it is definitely informal to say the least. I know you're, you're into marketing, so it's, it's not a bunch of data and like Facebook and all that sort of stuff. It's more foots on the ground and people talking. You know, there's there might be like a negative connotation with just the word of government, right? Or, um, yeah, like City of Fort Collins, um, just being a local government. Uh, there might be a negative comment connotation, but um, we're actually there to help you navigate the resources. Not only us from the Economic Health Office, but just um, Larimer County as 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 a whole. Um, but yeah, we're here to just navigate those those uh, city complex and lengthy city processes just get all your paperwork in order you know if you don't complete a health inspection um, we're not here to point fingers but we're here to like maybe that business has a there's a language barrier and then that's when we do the business visits and, and just ask them hey do we need translation services um, so you know we're we're here for businesses we're here for individuals 
And I think the city of Fort Collins does a absolutely great job of that as well as the Larimer uh, County. Talking about big, scary business processes and paperwork, talk to me about the importance of registering your business for a sales tax license, even if you are a service-based provider. Whatever um, business is engaging in in, in business activity in the city of Fort Collins needs a business license and sales tax. We we definitely don't do the, the best job to clear up the two licenses, but they're one license. Um, and that's usually what gets service-based businesses. Um, I always tell them it's just to stay compliant and that you're okay to do business with the city. Um, you just go in there every year or so towards the new year, and then you just fill out zeros and then you're good to go. Um, and we also like to mention that our sales tax team, they are phenomenal. And whenever you call, you'll usually get an answer, if not a call back within like 10 minutes or so. And like we've been mentioning the, the overarching idea of government being that these people want to help you. Um, they want you to be in compliance. They don't want to get you in trouble. Um, and I think that's the key important piece is the aspect of we're not out to get you. We just want to make sure everything's being done correctly, right? And I can attest to that personally because I had WTF marketing from 2009. And I think two or three years ago was the first year I actually had the sales tax license. So I did not get in trouble for any of that. Uh, you know, service-based business, had no sales taxable income, but still worth uh, getting in compliance with the city of Fort Collins. And the sales tax team was phenomenal in their help with that. Um, you had a chance to get involved at Founded in FOCO. Um, what did you learn about the community? Did you have a highlight from that event that you want to, to share with us or um, you know, a particular conversation that stood out as, as really relevant for you? Also about Founded in FOCO, but just the Fort Collins community as a whole, especially the entrepreneurial community. Um, what I've noticed just engaging with people and, and just connecting other people and meeting, meeting um, business owners and individuals. Uh, people are more willing to work with you than 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 you think. You know, they're more willing to to lend a hand or uh, just showcase your products or your services in their shop. Um, that's something that I've noticed, and just people are very very friendly and open to working with you and just helping helping you in, in whatever you need. So don't be to to the listeners don't don't be afraid to ask for help or just ask for, for any small or big favors. This year was amazing. Um, I I love that resource aisle fair uh, situation. It was amazing. I got to hear a lot of stories and learn from our peers. Um, that's one of the biggest key pieces of this role is you're always learning, especially with um, the business ecosystem right it's always changing and you're always learning new things and ways to help people um so just got just had great conversations with our partners right next to us while we were tabling in terms of their resources that they had available and what we were all about as well um i think my biggest takeaway was honestly the the productivity um speaker that was amazing um definitely implementing some of that stuff into my workflow <laughs> It's fun to walk away with actionable things all the time. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's directly related to your role or not. Just go go and shop around all of the different sessions. Um, I know the the Multicultural Business Resource Center is new. 
but do you have any stats about how many businesses you've helped so far or any uh, major victory stories that you want to share? Yeah, sure thing, Nick. Um, so we haven't compiled data for this quarter, um, but for our year roundup uh, data for last year, it was about 177 total appointments for the year, uh, working very limited hours and locations, and about 100 unique visitors, uh, whether, whether they were existing businesses or new entrepreneurs, and about... 30 assisted business launches. Um, we don't want to say we helped launched uh, because sometimes it's just as simple as they came in and they just needed help with some of the formal paperwork, but they just haven't started yet. Um, but technically they're registered. Um, and yeah, some of our, one of our biggest wins was um, she actually was part of a panel for Founder and Foco, Las Catrinas, Erica Salcedo. Um, we like to say like, some of our food trucks are our biggest highlights just because it's like physical and you can see them and it's going on right in front of your face. Um, but we definitely have a lot of small wins as well, or at equal amount as wins in terms of just our service-based businesses that you might just not see out and about um, that are working in the back end and helping our communities out. Yeah, it's a super satisfying and, and rewarding job, you know, even if you've connected them to, to, to the resource that they need or, um just help them with business plan or w whatever whatever they were looking for they are very gracious and just keep emailing you and and keep coming back so that's that's the established trust trust that you see um so it's super rewarding and and really warms your heart 170 appointments 30 new businesses in the community food trucks that we can actually go and enjoy <laughs> this sounds it sounds super rewarding. It sounds like you've seen and heard a lot. So I'm I'm curious if there's one key like crucial tenet of advice or piece of wisdom that you wish the entrepreneurial community would know, or that uh, someone starting up their business uh, for the first time would uh, would would hear and come and and take action on. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and I think I I speak to this as a previous business owner as well is to just ask questions um people like tommy hit on this uh, people are willing to help um and especially the four collins entrepreneurial community it's definitely it, i mean this is the only entrepreneurial community i know but it definitely seems a lot more outgoing and willing to share uh, knowledge tidbits than other communities i hear about on the internet and it's just a, an amazing ecosystem that is just bred to develop amazing businesses. Um, like we, like we like to say in economic health offices, our businesses, our small businesses, are our community, uh, their community members, you'll see them out and about. Um, so you never know who you might be talking to just ask questions. Um, and if you don't know who to ask, just ask and you might, you might get connected to the right person. Yeah, I have to repeat kind of the same. Um, it's not not being afraid and um, just asking asking people if if you if they are willing to collaborate. Most of them, I'm sure they they'll say yes, but you never you know the worst case scenario is is a no. But then they'll actually connect you to another person that you know might might have might say yes to you or might have have an answer to you um, and. 
Yeah, I just wanted to th thank. Uh, so at the MBEC, we're hosted at the Pooter Library. So we wanted to thank them, uh, Fort Collins Chamber of Commerce, um, and the SBDC at Front Range Community College. So thank you for those physical locations, which is where we where we take appointments Monday through Wednesday. So thank you very much. Collaborations all around. <laughs> um, so where can we find out more about the Multicultural Business Resource Center? Where can folks find out about the Economic Health Department for the city of Fort Collins? Uh, we are hosted on fcgov.com forward slash business forward slash MBEC. Um, our department in general is under just forward slash business. And then our our storytelling aspects is on fourfortcollins.com. And you can get to read some amazing stories that Tommy helps with on there. Yeah, just research and find out more about businesses around Fort Collins that you know you might that you don't know of. Excellent. Well, Edgar and Tommy, thank you so much for being here with me today and for sharing all the information that you'd have about the, the Multicultural Business Resource Center, the city's offerings, and uh, how folks can go and find and, and get involved. Uh, for more great entrepreneurial advice, please visit us at foundedinfoco.com and check out the entire slew of, of business panels and podcasts that you can take advantage of and learn more. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nick Armstrong, and this is a Founded in Foco podcast. For more great interviews like this one, join us at foundedinfoco.com.